So I want to share today about Jesus Christ, who's the healer. And uh, we've seen God do some amazing miracles because God's a miracle worker. And God hasn't lost his ability. He's still a miracle worker and he still heals and he still delivers. He still sets people free by the power of the Spirit of God. And so uh, <clears throat> I might share firstly a miracle with you. And uh, we're over in Jakarta in Indonesia. I think it was about two years ago. It might have been three. And we ministered in this church and uh, on a Sunday morning and the pastor was somewhere else. And so we ministered in that church on a Sunday morning and uh, then we uh, prayed for the sick. And one lady had been 12 years in a wheelchair, 12 years in this wheelchair, paralyzed, unable to walk. And I went up to this woman and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk in Jesus' name. She got up and she began to walk backwards and forwards by the power of Almighty God. Now that's God's business. That's God's business. And I just used the name of Jesus and God honored his word. And God brought the miracle into being through the name of Jesus Christ. Now we serve a great God. And I want to minister today about Jesus Christ. He's still the healer. He's still the deliverer. And I want to read to you a few verses. And uh, you might find I'll read, my, well, probably more than a few verses as I read the word of God. Because the Word of God is powerful. Powerful. Amen? Amen. It is powerful. And uh, we have His Word in our hearts, in our lives. And I want to say, firstly, there are three impossibilities. Three impossibilities. Now, the Bible says, the things which are impossible for men are possible with God. So that's an impossibility to man, the things which are Impossible for men, impossible with God. And then it says, it's impossible for God to lie. Numbers 23 verse 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, shall he not do it? Hath he spoken, shall he not make it good? Behold, I've received commandment to bless, and he is blessed, and I cannot reverse the blessing of Almighty God. And the other one is this, Hebrews eleven six 6 says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God, you must firstly believe that God is, that God is for you, that God is with you, that God is not against you. He loves you. He's for you. That God is. Amen. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He will reward your diligent seeking of Him. Amen. So there's some three powerful impossibilities, and it's impossible for God to lie. Now, the Bible says in, in Luke 4.18 that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power. So Jesus was anointed. The full measure of the Holy Spirit was upon Him. And a dove came and sat upon Him at His water baptism. When he was baptized in water, the dove and God spoke from heaven, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And so, and so in the book of Acts, Peter speaking to the uh, Cornelius and the, the family that gathered and the friends that gathered, uh, Peter said to Cornelius, God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power 
And Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Amen. So God was with Jesus. The Son of God had the full measure of the Holy Spirit upon him. Praise God. And, uh, and God, God honored his son Jesus. Jesus said, I only do the works that I see my Father do. And Jesus Christ, full of the Holy Spirit. Now, Jesus made it possible at the cross. The old song we used to sing many years ago, and uh, at the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. And that's true. It was at the cross of Christ. Now, in 1 Peter 2.24, it says, With his stripes you were healed. So not only was your sin dealt with at the cross, but when Jesus suffered at the whipping post, the Bible says every stroke was laid upon him, brought your healing and brought your deliverance in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Uh, we go to Indonesia every year. And, um, and just in this last, uh, I think it was August or July, we went. And uh, I, can't, I can't remember uh, where I've been. So uh, I'm a bit like that. And I'm getting a bit older, of course, and so I can't remember some things. But there's some things I can remember. I can remember all the miracles of God. Amen? Amen. And so, um, and so we, we saw about three, three, three or four people healed of cancer, didn't we? And they had the verdict back from the doctor. They were healed of cancer. The cancer disappeared out of their bodies by the name of Jesus Christ. Now, the Bible says... For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Now when we speak of the grace of God, we're speaking of the unmerited, undeserved favor. God favors you because of Jesus. When Jesus hung on the cross, God favors you. So you're favored of God. Every single person is favored of God. Every single person, God loves you with an everlasting love. And the love of God caused Jesus to go to the cross. And that's where the grace came. In John chapter 1, it says, The law was given by Moses. And I'm so glad we're not under that law of Moses. Aren't you? Yeah, I'm so glad. But grace and truth came by and through Jesus Christ. So grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And no man can come unto God the Father unless you come through Jesus. And so it says by grace. Now, <clears throat> grace means God's provision. God has provided for each one of us in Christ Jesus. And God makes it possible for us to receive. Receiving from God. I know when you're born again of the Spirit of God, you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I know when you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and you received the Spirit by faith, and you began to speak in a new tongue as the Spirit of God gave utterance. And so it is receiving from God. But grace makes provision, and grace makes it possible for you to receive. There's not a person here today that cannot receive from God, because you're candidates to receive. Every one of you are candidates to receive from God today because of the love and grace of God. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so it's important how we hear. It's important that we're listening to God. 
It's important that we're listening to the Spirit of God. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so we hear what the Spirit says because the Spirit speaks to the church. And the Spirit is speaking today to the church of Jesus Christ. And so we listen to the voice of the Spirit because the Spirit speaks exactly and He speaks with purpose and He speaks with accuracy and He speaks to us and He reveals Christ to each one of us. And so we are, we are we're listening in, listening in. Amen. Now, faith is so dependent upon the Word of God. And um, we, we read in uh, Hebrews, uh, uh, not Hebrews, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. And that word there is the rhema, rhema from God. Faith is so dependent upon the Word. Now, faith is a conviction and an assurance, and it's of the Word of God. Faith is always of the now. Hope is of the future. But faith is now. Faith now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith is all about the person, the Lord Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ is the author and the perfecter of our faith. And the Bible says he will perfect that which concerns you. So he knows us individually, he knows us collectively, and he will perfect that which concerns us. Praise God. And so, in the Bible, it speaks about the natural man. The natural man, that's this physical body. I tell you what, I'm, I'm a little bit bigger than I was years ago. When I first went into ministry, I was as thin as my wife. <laughs> I used to say to people, I'm trim, I'm taut, and I'm terrific. But I was very trim. I was only about, you know, 10 stone. Now I'm about 13 stone, and I'm a bit too heavy. But uh, according to Cheryl and I am, but um, uh, she looks after the natural man. It's green tea in the morning, green tea, uh, white tea, some other sort of tea. And, uh, and she looks after the natural man. Now, the natural man and the spiritual man. Now, Jesus said in Matthew 4, verse 4, he says, he says uh, these words. He says, man doesn't live by bread alone, but we need bread, don't we? We need food for our bodies and uh, because if we didn't eat, we would certainly lose weight. Just when we were in Indonesia back in, I think it was July or August, uh, for about eight days I was, I was sick. And, uh, but I still preached. I still went to church. I still ministered the grace of God. One, one church, I, had to, I stood on a platform. I opened the Bible to preach and then suddenly I had to run outside and run outside and relieve myself and run back in. And by the time I got back in, Sherilyn was on the platform ready to take over and preach. I said, no, you step down and I'll continue. And so I continued to preach. And she said, you're all over it this morning. You, you, you didn't hold to your subject. You're everywhere. But about 20 or 30 got saved. And, and we were happy because of that. And so it didn't matter how I preached. They all got saved. Praise God. It was good news. Praise God. But she said, you didn't, you didn't stick to your subject. I remember years ago, Alan Davies saying to me, he said, uh, he said, Sherilyn's a better preacher than you. She sticks to her subject. <laughs> she, he said, as for you, he said, you wander around everywhere. And uh, sometimes I do. But I, I'm trying to stick to my subject on faith this morning. <laughs> so there is the natural man. 
Now, the natural man, Jesus said, man doesn't live by bread alone, but the natural man needs food. But he says, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, that's how man lives. Now, that's the spiritual man. Now, each one of you have a spirit, soul, and body. Each one of you are unique in God's sight, and you're given gifts and abilities in God. Praise God. And so, and so the natural man, he has food, but the spiritual man has the word of the living God. Praise God. I just, I just remembered something. I haven't uh, put my glasses on to read this morning. It's like the other day, I was preaching somewhere else, and I preached all the way through, and I thought, oh, I haven't put my glasses on this morning. <laughs> hey, glory, 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 hallelujah, praise be unto God, praise God. So the word is God breathed, Holy Spirit imparted. So you receive the word. And sometimes it's a Rima word, sometimes it's a Logos word, but you receive the word of the living God and its strength and health to all your flesh. Praise God. Now, there's a scripture in Hebrews chapter 4 and uh, verse 2, and it says this. It says, uh, it says the word, yeah, I, I, I'll put my glasses on. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. And so when you hear the word of God, the important thing is to mix it with faith. Because faith pleases God. Faith pleases God. And so you must mix the word of God with faith. Hallelujah. Now, in Hebrews 4, verse, uh, verse 12, and uh, in the Amplified Bible, it says this, The word that God speaks is alive. It's alive. It's full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. And so the word of God is a living, powerful word. It's alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. That's God's word. Praise God. And so faith stands with assurance upon the word of the living God. Praise God. You see, faith stands with the assurance upon the word of the living God. But it's our responsibility to mix faith with the word. So when you hear the word, mix faith with it. Praise God. Yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah, hallelujah. And so we must mix faith with the Word because faith comes by hearing. Now, back, back in the ministry of Jesus, in Matthew chapter 8, it speaks about the centurion that came to Jesus Christ. And the centurion came pleading with Jesus. So he pleaded with Jesus. And he said to Jesus, My servant at home, he said he's home. He said he's... He's paralyzed. He's in great torment, great pain. He said, but I want you to come and heal him. And then we see the willingness of Jesus. Jesus said, I'll come and I'll heal him. That's the willingness of God. That's what God says to you today. I will come. I will heal you. I'll come. I'll deliver you. 
I'll come and I'll save you. I'll come and I'll fill you with my divine presence. So God comes to meet his people. God is here today to meet his people. Praise God. And so Jesus said, I'll come and I'll heal him. And then the centurion said, he thought, perhaps he thought again, and he said, uh, I said, I'm not worthy that you should come into my house. So he realized his unworthiness, but he came on a mission and he came to ask Jesus uh, permission for Jesus to come and heal his servant. And so the centurion said, I also am a man under authority. He recognized that Jesus Christ had authority over sickness and over disease. He recognized that Jesus had the power. And so he said to him, I also am a man under authority. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. I say to a soldier, go, and he goes. Another one, come, and he comes. And he said, I am a man under authority. Now, he was under the authority of Caesar of Rome. But Jesus was under authority of the Father God in heaven. And the Father God had given Jesus authority and power. And so the centurion said to Jesus, Only you have to only speak a word, and my servant will be healed. Now, that's great faith. To only say a word, and my servant will be healed. And so, and so Jesus said, I have not found so great a faith. No, not in all Israel. And Jesus said to this centurion, as you have believed, so let it be done unto you. And that servant was healed at the same time as Jesus said, as you have believed, so let it be done unto you in Jesus' name. And straight away that man was healed and delivered of that condition. Uh, Paralyzed, no longer paralyzed, but free in Jesus' name. Now that's the authority of Jesus Christ. Now authority and faith, they work hand in hand. Amen? And great faith causes the authority to spring into action. And so we see all authority, Jesus said, has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now great faith is released through confession. And so we confess what the word of the living God says. And we confess that he is able, that God is for us, and God is all-powerful. Amen? Amen? Amen. We do. We confess that. And we confess great faith is released also through action. Action. Remember the, the men that carried their friend to Jesus? They couldn't get into the house because the house was crowded out with people. But they went up on the side stairway on top of the roof, pulled the roof apart and lowered their friend to Jesus. And the Bible says Jesus saw their faith. Their action demonstrated their faith in Jesus Christ. Now, action is a wonderful thing because you can have confession, but when you have confession, that's a wonderful thing too, to confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord, my Savior, my healer, my deliverer, but then I act accordingly, according to the Word of God. I believe what the Word says and I act upon the Word of God. Amen? So action is the next step or stage in your faith walk with God. And so you act upon the word of the living God. Now, great faith is also constant faith. So you don't say one day, 
I'm healed by the power of Jesus. Next day, I don't know whether I am or not. <laughs> I don't feel too well today. No, we don't confess that. We confess that my God is able. My God is willing. My God is powerful. Amen. I say to my body, body, you're the temple of the Holy Spirit of the living God. And the living God dwells within you. And he quickens you and makes you alive. He strengthens every organ in my body from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I'm strengthened by the power of God. Amen. Strengthened by the power of Almighty God. Amen. Because God is for us. Because He's for us, nothing can stand against us. Praise God. In Acts chapter 3, there's a great story there of Peter and John going to the temple to pray. And they're going to pray. Now, prayer is vital communication with God. It's vital that we pray. And so they're going to pray, and they're, they're men of prayer. So on their way to the temple to pray, it's about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and there's a man at the beautiful gate of the temple. Now, he's been laid there for a long time. The Bible says he's over 40 years of age. <clears throat> so he was laid there begging in the days of Jesus. And I think Jesus walked past him and smiled. I think Jesus walked past him and said, I'll leave this one for Peter. I'll leave this one for John. <laughs> there will come a time when Peter walked past and John will walk past and this, uh, this beggar will say, because he didn't have use of his legs, he will say, uh, money, 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 arms, arms, arms. And Peter, Peter will look at him, and suddenly the Spirit of God will spring up in the Apostle Peter. Amen. I think Jesus left him there for Peter and John. And the Bible says this, that when he asked for money, Peter said, look on us. Look at us. And the Bible says this, the man expected to receive something. That's the first step to receiving from God, having an expectation. Expectation is not faith, but it comes before faith. You expect to receive from God. If you're sick in your body this morning, the first thing you need is have an expectation today to receive from God. If you're not saved, have an expectation today to receive salvation in Jesus' name. If you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, have an expectation to receive the Holy Spirit from the living God today in Jesus' name. Have this expectation. So he expected to receive something. And Peter said, I do not have silver. He was a fisherman, of course. And, uh, and uh, I'm a fisherman too. Sometimes I go fishing. Sometimes I catch some. Sometimes I don't. That's the way, way it is with me. I go surf fishing. Any surf fisherman here? John here is a surf fisherman. You have the big rods, you stand on the beach and you throw the line in and you just hope, hope there's a fish out there somewhere that's going to take the bait like that, catch it, and away you go. Praise God. Reel him in. Amen. Wind him in. And so, and so Peter, when the man expected to receive, so Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but such as I have I give unto you. Now Peter gave him authority and power in the name of Jesus. Peter said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. 
And then Peter reached out and took the man by the hand and lifted him up. Lifted him up into his miracle. Lifted him up into the miracle power of God. And the man went walking and leaping and praising God. Now I want to read to you Acts 3 verse 16. And this, this verse here that says these words. And Peter, speaking to the crowds of people, said these words. He said, um, it was his name, the name of Jesus. It was through faith in his name has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through Jesus has given this man this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So Jesus said, I mean, Peter said, it was his name through faith in his name. And I want to say, it is the name of Jesus. It is the name of Jesus, the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Through faith in his name. So it's not just his name, but it was through faith in his name. Peter knew when he said the name of Jesus, something was going to happen. Amen? And so when we say the name of Jesus today, something is going to happen. Something is going to take place in Jesus' name. The name of Jesus is all-powerful. So it's authority in the name of Jesus Christ that releases the ability of Jesus the Savior, Jesus the Redeemer, amen, through the presence and power of the Holy Spirit of God. Yeah, so Jesus said, as you have believed, so be it done unto you. But you see, you see, it's reaching, it's reaching out by faith. And so I shared the scripture earlier on, it's by grace, the unmerited favor of God, you are saved through faith. Now that little word saved there is the word sozo, S-O-Z-O, which means to be saved, it means to be healed, it means to be delivered, it means to be protected, it means to be preserved, and it says it's by faith. Just not grace by itself, but saved through faith. So faith makes it possible for you to receive the grace of God, the grace of healing, the grace of salvation through Jesus Christ the Lord. So it's possible for you to receive today, by grace you are saved through faith. Not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Everything we receive from God is because of the gift of God. Amen? Do you believe that this morning? It's the gift of God that makes it possible for us to receive in Jesus' name. And so we thank God today. Amen? Thank God today that God is able, God is willing, and God is all-powerful to meet you in Jesus' name by the power of the Spirit of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Just before I hand over to Keith, I'm going to pray. Just pray. Father, I thank you today for your wonderful word. I thank you today for Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. I thank you, Lord, today he's my healer, my deliverer. And so, Father, we bend in your presence. We acknowledge the supremacy of the Lordship of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you are Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit who's come to anoint us and empower us in Jesus' name by the power of the Spirit of God. We give you praise and we give you the glory. And we thank you, Lord, today. And, Father, we worship you today. I speak the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, 
God, the Holy Spirit upon this church, in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord, they shall increase and increase and increase. In Jesus' name, by the power of the Spirit of God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I give you all the praise, Lord. Give you all the glory, because we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.